walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast. I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Motherfucking podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Sunday, November 7th, 2021. This is episode four featuring Terra Turtles NFT project. I'm your host, Finn. Joining me, the Turtles team, we got Big Papa. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Cheers for having us on tonight. Hell yeah. We got Purple Squirtle. How you doing? Very good. Hope you're doing well as well. Oh, yes. And we got Wayne joining us. How's it going, Wayne? How are you? Excellent. Good to have you guys. Definitely excited for this project. Uh, TerraTurtles.io, that's the website. You all can check it out. And I'll have links to their Twitter, Discord, and Medium, of course, in the show notes over at TerraSpaces.org once the episode goes up. Uh, First things first, you guys have a launch date solidified now. I believe I read November 13th. Is that still accurate? Yeah, uh, so we are public on 13th and the, the pre-sale on 12th. It's us trying to discuss whether to keep that as the date. Yeah, for now, it's it's still there. Excellent. And you guys had a, a really interesting way to go about getting on the whitelist. I've seen a lot of projects come through that are just like, go spam everybody you know and get them into our Discord. And like every time I see that, it just makes me want to exit because I hate getting those DMs. I actually started spamming them back projects. And I have like three different <laughs> DMs that are just chains of like me and whoever this other person was went back and forth and they'd spam me a different project and then I'd spam them one back. It went on for like days. It was so funny. I I think it's quite hard for um, when when you have an NFT project, you kind of look at every other NFT project, whether that's on Ethereum or whatever network, and you see all these tactics of like invites and getting to a certain rank. So you you try and copy that and hopefully it would work. But we soon realized that this community is a bit different and that those those, um, things didn't really hit with people um so i think yeah the way we're doing it now is really cool and um people are loving it so it's good yeah so you guys yeah. teamed up with teamc.org i believe is that correct yeah team C. yeah and uh for you could make a donation there and that gets you a spot on the whitelist yeah correct. literally a minimum donation of five dollars in oh in either usd or any other cryptocurrency uh, then you just send it over to us and, and we just give you the whitelist. But but yeah, I mean, we're all coming from NFT investing background and God, just hate the constant spamming you get, like just like you were saying. And um, I mean, I've done my fair share of grinding as well in in um, different NFT channels just to, to get level, God, like 15 or 20 or whatever, yeah, just, to, yeah. just to get whitelist and and no one wants that. No, like, who has time for that? Yeah, it's like another it's day the job. Worst. Literally the worst. worst. Don't make me do that, please. <laughs> but yeah, having a donation option, like here's five bucks. They're going to clean up some some trash out of the ocean and you're going to get a whitelist spot. You can go back to your day job and not have to worry about what level or rank you are. You don't have to worry about spamming your contacts list, especially if I'm in your contacts list. Like, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really cool. That was one of the first things that I saw in your project that really attracted me to it, uh, besides the art, obviously. You guys have really cool art. 
Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, the, the team seasoning was it was great. I think I, I think it was you, Wanye, that came came up with it, um, and we all just thought, yeah, this was this was a really good way. And as well, it kind of I mean, on our side, it shows us that you know what people are willing to give even just a minimum contribution of five dollars to be on the whitelist, and it gives them something to to feel good about as well. I hope it does at least. I don't want to brag or anything, but not spamming people and dealing with ranks was worth 20 for me. So I, I picked 20 <laughs> in because that was how, how excited I was to not have to do that grind. So I, I appreciate it. Well, essentially, the people we want as like the people in our community are the people who are also just as passionate about that, that topic and, and to, to donate to um, charities and to help turtles and oceans and stuff like that. And so by giving those people opportunity to be a part of the community by being on the whitelist is like, those are the people we want. So it kind of all lines up in that sense. Yeah, that's a good point. You kind of, I mean, I'm sure some of those people are going to be flippers and stuff, but I feel like more than not will be actually invested in the project itself and not just looking for a whitelist spot to do a quick flip, which is obviously what you want for long-term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also it's actually a, a good tactic for anti-bot whitelist because i mean if bots were donating five dollars every time to get whitelist that's great <laughs> for, for real us. that's awesome yeah. <laughs> i bring it on <laughs> i'll make a bot whitelist specifically for that <laughs> i hope you do <laughs> that's a, that's a good idea donate five dollars right i got this botnet a hundred thousand strong we're all donating five let's go <laughs> <laughs> uh, i liked your tagline here it said born out of a love of nfts and investments and then uh, i read somewhere else it says you can burn me breed me sell me or hold me the fate is in your hands and uh you guys have a pretty cool storyline to go along with the the turtles do you want to kind of go into that a little bit uh yeah i mean it, it all kind of stemmed from i'm not sure if you're familiar with what pack who who or what pack is doing but he he has he has a great concept where his art is so minimal um, literally like a cube or, or any kind of shape. And he engages his holders really well uh, through these kind of mechanics. So that's what we wanted to kind of do, I guess, was to engage uh, all of our holders with a really fun mechanic that would allow them to direct the future of, of the project, really. So we had in our minds already to have like breeding or burning and having all of this interlinked together to, to well, create an economy or an ecosystem where even we can't predict what's going to happen. We can make predictions, but we can never say for sure with 100% certainty that um, there will be X male turtles and Y female turtles. And then I suppose we start from that concept um, of the, the roadmap and the white paper and then look for something that fits the story and the law. And yeah, I suppose going the kind of Adam and Eve path just fit so nicely uh, with the holder effectively playing God. And yeah, I mean, it's no, it's no comment on religion. It's just a, a nice story for us to, to play on. Yeah, all the mechanics are there. Basically, you start with the one and then you take a piece out and you make the two. And then from there, nature takes over and uh, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Yeah. Is this was the lore 
did you guys write the lore or was that something that you outsourced to the community or is this all in-house? No, no, no. This was where we started off with with everything in mind already. Very cool. We were we were actually thinking uh, right at the beginning whether we should do some kind of uh, lore or, or story competition, but uh, we figured it just worked so well that we just keep it as it is, especially since we want this to be a real long-term project. We kind of need the lore in our minds already and changing it would kind of risk moving the the mechanics in a direction that wouldn't really work. Sure. And then that gives you the potential after the fact to open up certain aspects of it for community involvement as, exactly. as far as writing little sub stories or side quests, stuff like that you could do as long as you're in control of the main story. So that all works with the mechanics. And I don't want I don't want to talk down on any projects, but sometimes when they outsource the lore, it seems kind of lazy to me. It's like, all right, I'm going to pay for this <laughs> NFT and I'm going to do the work to write your backstory. Like, come on, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, I am not again. I'm not going to say the the project either. But I actually got a whitelist for one of these projects for writing the lore for them. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> if you love the you turtle, go. the turtles lore, you're going to love this other lore because it was wrote by the <laughs> same dude. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. And I mean, it can work. Obviously, you have a real involved community and stuff. And there's a lot of good writers out there. I just for me personally, like I work a day job, I do podcasts, I have a kid, like I don't have time to sit down and write your backstory and stuff as much as I do enjoy writing. Like I just don't have the time for it. So being able to, like I mentioned earlier, do the donation to be involved in the whitelist definitely appeals to at least the way my life is set up right now. Yeah, and I can see like if pro- all projects started doing something similar, then then people would get kind of donation fatigue, maybe. Right, right. But just just no one's doing it, which is, which is actually quite surprising. You know, you'd think this is a nice way to to create a win win situation. So let's get into the mechanics a little more. You start out with the Genesis Turtle, and you're going to have a mint of 5,555 of them, according to the white paper here. And is the price still accurate for one Luna per turtle? Correct, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the one, initially, we started with uh, 2.5 Luna, um, but then, I mean, we were always discussing about it, and we just saw Luna and UST itself, like, having a little breakout um and we just saw it it's better for the the entire community just if it was cheaper i mean in the in the long term the initial mint price is only there for that big pump for the community wallet and and we're confident then you know we can find whatever we need uh through secondary sales if needed yeah, and then you leave it up to the community to set whatever floor price the community exactly. thinks it should be. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, now that Luna's at 50, and it, every mm-hmm. time I see a project that's over two Luna per mint, I just, I'm like, all right, I'm not that rich. Like, I, I would love to have some of that art, but like, I cannot justify <laughs> spending $100 on a JPEG right now. So it, it kind of turns me off. And then some of the ones that are like, I don't want, I don't want again name any names, but there was a recent project that came out that really like those are Among Us characters. I mean, let's be real. And you're charging so much money for some Among Us characters. Like, come on, you guys. Let's let's be real here. This is for the people, yeah. not not a money and grab. Especially especially in this state in the NFT market. Yeah, I just don't think it's justifiable to to charge that much. And will there because be? Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying, I mean, charging higher, you're basically taking away people's liquidity in crypto. And that's what everyone, what we're all kind of, even us, that's what we're 
uh, fighting over ourselves with? Do we hold our crypto as it is to, to take well benefit of the pump? Or do we move it into NFTs that we like? And, you know, having a lower mint price means best of both worlds. I think so, too. And then you've got some really cool staking and breeding mechanics. Uh, you'll take uh, that'll be coming out sometime in J- chapter three, it says here, uh, around December, oh. January. Of course, uh, soft dates. Definitely hang out in the, the Discord and, and check the announcements on Twitter for actual dates. Uh, but this will introduce the breeding mechanics. You'll take one Eve and one Adam, stake them on the website for a set amount of time and cost, which you have the calculation equations here. Uh, it says this means that two virgin Adam and Eve turtle will be able to breed for free and will mint the generation turtle immediately. This method will ensure that the breeding cost will always be increasing, which will allow the free market to determine the worth and supply of generation turtles. That's really cool, man. I, I really dig these mechanics. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited to see this all all come into play and, and actually happen. Each step of the way, you know, the, the holder is making the decision on what they do with this turtle. And that decision then impacts, one, the value of their turtle and what they get from that turtle. So as you breed, um, so you mentioned about virgin turtles, breeding virgin turtles is a lot cheaper than turtles that have bred three times, four times, uh, where with every breed, the price is going to go up. So you have to really think about, is it right to breed my turtle? Yeah. That's pretty cool. And will there be some sort of checker so that you can like put the number of the turtle in that maybe you want to buy a new virgin off the market uh, so you can run it through a checker that lets you know how many times that particular turtle has bred before? Uh, yeah, so we're working with that uh, with our dev to either make the number of children bred either a trait or what you're seeing with other projects when they do, uh, I'm just trying to think of, of a project, uh, you know, when you kind of input a, a NFT number and it kind of tells you uh, whether it's been used before to get a free airdrop, uh, we could do something like that on our site where, uh, say, you input Adam Toe number 531. And it will tell you Adam Turtle number 531 has been bred X number of times. Yeah, very cool. And that, that I really like those mechanics because that makes you want to go to the marketplace, uh, secondary market, and you know find the cheap ones that haven't been mm-hmm. bred before. That's, that's really cool. Help raise the floor overall. Yeah, I mean, and that's what we were like really trying to think of is um, how do we kind of create a loop where... Uh, our Adam and Eve turtles are directly linked with the children turtles and how those are all linked together with each other on the secondary market. And how do we keep that secondary market floor, I guess, in in a healthy position? Because I think with most projects you do see it, it is kind of neglected. You have your airdrop and then it's waiting for the next airdrop. Yeah, I think the one of the other clever ones I saw was uh, they were offering, they had a 10,000 UST giveaway, overall 10,000 UST. And then uh, each week, or I think each day or something, they would give away $1,000 to someone who bought uh, an NFT off the secondary marketplace. So it kind of made people like, yo, you want to you wanna win that $1,000? Like, you better go get a couple off the floor for cheap. And, and it worked. Like, you could watch it in real time from the time they made the announcement. Like, the floor slowly raising up because everyone was like, oh, I got to get these cheap ones out so that I can win $1,000. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did not win a thousand dollars. Full disclosure. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <to> hear. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's such an interesting time right now as projects are, are kind of suffering on the the secondary market to see what kind of innovative events and activities everyone is doing to try and keep their their secondary sales healthy. So it, it, it is interesting just looking around, seeing what everyone else is doing. And it's it, like always with it, the NFTs, it's always a changing space. Yeah, super organic, constantly evolving. Seems the ones that I've been watching that I, I'm into that seem to do the best are the stealth mints that are like 0.1 Luna. And they always mint out, it seems. I think uh, the Toads was one. Uh, the Gucci Gucci's le- yesterday, that was so crazy. <laughs> I like somebody in one of my servers popped a link up and I was like, what is this? Oh my God. And then I watched it just start minting. I was like, well, here we FOMO. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, literally. That was us. That was crazy. Exactly, yeah. We were in our chat and then, shall we mint this or not? <laughs> that was awesome. I got one with a Lego guy in the background, and it looks like his oh, pants cool. were on backwards, like he's got his butt in the front. It's such a cool-looking NFT, though. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Luck of the draw. Yeah, there's Genius as well. They've, we've, we've, you know, they've spent, we've spent the past month to hype our projects and everything, and they've literally just... Yeah. Got their projects. The the marketing is you know nothing about this. That is their marketing, and they've sold out in I don't know how I don't know how long it took them to sell out. But by the time I woke up this morning, they were all gone. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I got I got a few, and then I was like, man, these are going quick. And I went back to get another, and they were gone. I was like, well, got to be faster than that. <laughs> uh, let's yeah. talk about you guys are going to do a burn. And this is something you planned uh, it going into the mint rather than an afterthought of, oh, we only minted a thousand. I guess we'll burn the rest, <laughs> which I like that you're taking the, the forethought to kind of incorporate that into the mechanics and everything. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the burn for us was mainly uh, well, in the ideal scenario where uh, it, we're sold out and we have um, five, 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 five. Uh, maybe too many five five thousand five hundred fifty five uh adam turtles that the the control is completely put in the holder's hands to burn um the amount to create the eve turtles um and that way it just always ensures i mean it's an odd number already so there'll never be an equal number of adam and eve um but i'm sure one is scarcer than the other so in theory one should be more valuable than the other and that's kind of part of the game i guess to to make you think do I keep it Adam or do I burn it for Eve? Which one will be rarer? Which one will be more valuable? Yeah. And what it what it also adds is if you've got a uh, common Adam uh, and you decide to burn it, you might get a rarer Eve. So the people are going to be picking up those lower ranked ones on the secondary market, burning them and hoping that they get a, a higher ranked Eve. Yeah, exactly. That, also, if you good. if you want to breed, you need you need two Adams and then you need to burn one. Or you need to have one Adam and buy an Eve. So, okay. So the only way to get an Eve, aside from purchasing one on the secondary market, is to burn an Adam, and then that will yes. generate an Eve every time. Or will it possibly generate an Adam? Or is it always always generates an Eve? always an Eve? Okay. Always an Eve. Uh, just just to take from the the law, you know, taking the rib from Adam to create Eve. Right. Right. Yeah. So basically, killing your Adam to make Eve. It's kind of a plot twist. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. You guys are partnering with Angel Protocol. It's something I've seen uh, a lot of NFTs do. And every time I see Angel Protocol involved in their project, it definitely makes me more interested. Uh, I really love what Angel Protocol is doing. Uh, we're setting up yeah. ourselves a nonprofit to do some lionfish culling and everything uh, under Angel Protocol. So we're, we're super excited for that. They've just been really great to work with. Uh, let it tell us about how how that's going to work and what stage that'll that'll start uh, coming into play. Yeah, I'll go for this one. Essentially, um, we've been in touch with them and we're, we're still uh, talking about um, kind of like what charities we can work with. And we know that Terrapins, the other um, turtle NFT on Terra, has a, a link with a charity and stuff. We could potentially work with, but we're also looking for new charities and stuff. Essentially, there's two points in our roadmap where we donate the first is um in chapter one where we we basically just give a lump sum donation to a charity and it'd be awesome to work through angel protocol with that one uh, mainly because the work angel protocol do where they basically give donors an opportunity to donate through crypto and, and also give charities the opportunity to receive those donations is awesome and then the second time is in chapter Chapter two, yeah. Chapter two, when we have that community DAO, essentially the DAO may vote to donate to donate that percentage or that amount in the community treasury to the charity through Angel Protocol. Um, and there'll be like three or four charities to choose from at that point. That's awesome. I really vibe with the way they've set things up and taking the stress of funding because it's a constant thing as a nonprofit you're constantly having to find new avenues of funding which obviously takes away your focus from your main goal which is doing the good work doing the charity you know doing the ocean cleanups and everything so the less those nonprofits have to worry about their funding the more they can focus on doing the good work that they're doing and and angel protocol seems to have the mechanics in place that like completely enable this on a huge scale like this is life-changing shit they're working on mm-hmm. it's it's very awesome creating yeah. that bridge isn't it again between the real world and the the crazy crypto world where that we're all in where you know there's hundreds of thousands millions of pounds dollars flying around yeah giving us every us an opportunity to be able to give back to charities uh, and making that as easy as possible for both parties yeah it's yeah they're doing some brilliant work let's fast forward a little bit and talk about chapter four the children need friends to play with they need toys homes and more however these vital items don't appear from thin air to receive these truly special nfts you must choose to burn your child in return for a new unique and randomly generated nft that will hold its own unique benefits that's pretty cool uh will there be like is that sounds metaverse to me like having the home for the turtles and and decorations and accessories and stuff uh tell us a little bit about that so this this kind of stems from uh needing first to create some kind of stable economy and ecosystem within the terra turtles um, we chose not to go immediately with tokenization. Um, I think having your own tokens as an NFT project is great and like and a very good indirect way to say um, we're going to make you passive income. Um, but it's still quite a young idea amongst NFTs that uh, we think just thinks requires a little bit more exploration before we announce that that's what we're going to do. Um, so having the children as effectively the currency of the 
Terror Turtles world just generates that value constantly amongst not just with the children but with the parents because you're burning the children to create something else and then uh, the cost of breeding is also going up so every child is technically getting more expensive but then you're also burning children and making deflationary so it it's uh, it's a constant cycle and what you were saying about uh sounding a bit metaversy um that's definitely something that we're building up to uh we haven't made any official announcement yet of any kind of game or or uh well anything to do with the metaverse really because i think that just requires so much extra work and um a, a much larger budget to really announce and there are just so many projects going around saying we're going to create a video game. We're going to create an NFT play to earn game. And in my opinion, and I think, I think, I hope most people will agree that um, these projects will probably fail to deliver or, or just won't deliver well enough on an NFT game. Uh, just because at the moment, just saying it is kind of a, a grandiose promise that that's unlikely. So uh, we're kind of building up to all of that with what we're doing on the white paper with creating uh, a breeding mechanic with creating a way that uh you can get these accessories pets homes whatever um through something that's not just a free airdrop and that requires your constant participation and in the end it just brings all the holders closer to the terra turtles projects and it makes everyone a bit more invested so that when we eventually do announce anything to do with the metaverse that um that hopefully it'll be just awesome yeah it kind of reminds me all of the promises that we see in this space it's got real big 2018 vibes and we saw an awful lot of vaporware back in 2018 with all of these different blockchain projects that were going to change the world and then like a handful of them like started to develop things and like now we're just now seeing some of that stuff come to fruition so i think it's one thing to speak like you said grandiose about this metaverse and how we're gonna have all these amazing things but it's completely another to sit down and code the metaverse and like we're already experiencing a massive shortage of rust developers in the terra space and i'm sure others uh, so to be able to do that as a project, unless you yourselves are the Rust devs, like, yeah, you need a whole team to make a metaverse. And I don't see that happening in a few months time, which is what a lot of these roadmaps seem to be promising. And I, I get why they do it. Like they want to, they want to get that hype in the metaverse. That's the next hype thing, man. Like Mark Zuckerberg changed their thing to metaverse or whatever. Like it's, it's all on everybody's <laughs> mind. So I, I, I don't think, like you said, half, half of them, probably more than half are, are going to either fail to deliver or they'll deliver a very lackluster product. Yeah. And my, it's, it, it is a, a difficult balance because saying we're going to create an NFT game is going to generate hype. Well, I actually, you know, I don't even know if it will generate that much hype now because everyone's already said that they will do that. But I mean, anything to put in your marketing calls is, is anything, is just extra ammunition you can use to get those extra followers. But we're, we're trying to take the approach. Um, and so far we've, we've fulfilled that promise to to only announce what we have set plans for 
um, what, what we are able to achieve. So, I mean, the moment we are able to achieve uh, or that we believe we are able to uh, achieve um, some kind of integration into a, a play-to-earn game or, or, or another game or anything to do with Metaverse, then that's when we'll make the announcement, but not before. I definitely appreciate that approach of oh, uh, under-announce and over-deliver. And if more projects would follow that, a lot more people would be a lot happier in a lot of these servers that I'm in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is It is fun sometimes to read the, the comments rage. <laughs> oh my goodness. It is so amusing. It's like, I want to, if I didn't have to go to a day job, I would literally just sit here and write scripts and send them to Netflix for their new crypto shitcoin <laughs> NFT drama or something, you know, like there's so much drama happening in these servers. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is great. <laughs> Not for the holders. I mean, I, I've been part of that rage as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, me, me too. I, I definitely feel that i got my meteor today <laughs> uh what projects are you guys into did you guys start out in terra or what was like your first kind of foray into crypto for me i started with uh nifty gateway um well i mean that was my foray into nfts for for crypto it was xrp kind of a like a, a yolo buy-in oh nice uh, in like 2017 or like recently yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. I think nice. I think it was 2017. Or you and me both. XRP and ADA, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was there. The I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, XRP was was the rage. I thought, whatever, yeah. it's, it's cheap. The, like the they're all at a buck fifty. Oh wait, now they're at a nickel. Oh wait, now they're a penny. Shit. <laughs> some of us stacked more, and some of us stopped playing with crypto altogether. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, that made me take years off crypto, buy XRP, it, and then just seeing it go to nothing. <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah, maybe this ain't the game for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it was I was trying to, I, I was trying to play the trying. I thought I was being clever by trying to day trade it. You know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna buy and buy when it's high, sell when it's low, and you and you. I mean, you just know that never works. You're always doing the reverse timing. Yep, crypto club. I have a great meme about that. It's it's the two peaks and it says buy here buy here and then at the dip it says take profit crypto club oh, you need to share with us all your needs. <laughs> yeah for sure i think i shared with you the marketing one the which marketing one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i've gotten oh, some real good really use like... out of that one goodness so many marketers who would have thought that like the marketing industry would be so booming <laughs> oh man yeah, I just wonder how much money those guys actually make. The poor projects that fall for it as well. Yeah, yeah. You see it a lot more. I started out in shitcoining and ETH and then BSC. And the amount of people that would just come in with their marketing proposals every day, it was just insane. Like, where are you all coming from? It's got to be just one place that just has like a farm of bots or something. I don't know, man. It was ridiculous. They just take your money and then they're gone. It's like, all right, well, I guess that's marketing. In the end, it's just one guy just doing all of it. Yeah, yeah, totally. So yeah, Purple, you were the one that got me. Um, well, I started off buying uh, Top Shot in January. Um, it's my first NFTs, um, and then sort of from there, you, you felt like this was something that was gonna really launch off this year. Uh, the hype around Top Shot in the early days was crazy, and obviously everyone picked up on it. And then Purple, you were the one that persuaded me to get into. Uh, ethereum nfts was top shot that was the sports card one yeah yeah yeah, the sports cards where you would um 
you'd buy packs and then open yeah it. okay and, those uh, popped off i remember that i never got into them but i had some friends that were trading those and like they made some pretty decent cash there was some decent money in them uh so many people held them for way too long as well as yeah, soon as other nfts started coming out everyone was like ah yeah okay there's other stuff to spend money on God, I, I've still got my top shops from the the start. I just I've never sold a single one. He's still holding they, the whole Diamond Hands like psyops thing, where people were like, "Oh, we got to hold forever because we're Diamond Hands." Like that brainwashed a lot of people into not taking a a whole lot of profits. It's like, oh, man, yeah. Diamond oh, Hands yeah. is cool, but like you got to take profit, otherwise, what's the point? Like, are you just independently wealthy it's, and collecting tokens? Like, what what are you doing? I mean, there there you have to take it's profit. It's really hard mindset isn't it to get your head around yeah. like everyone's telling everyone to diamond hands because no one wants them to sell that floor but then are those people shouting diamond hands selling oh the, yeah uh, you know the loudest ones <laughs> the loudest ones were dumping the most bags absolutely 100%. 100%. yeah i mean i i got into it too i got a little diamond hand emoji tattoo on my hand just for the just for the lols <laughs> Oh man, the, the, the <laughs> I amount I could have had if I just sold. Yeah, me too. I, I diamond handed Hoge back in early February on ETH really? from like six racks up to like 65 racks. And I was like, let's keep going and diamond handed it all the way back down to like five racks. So I was like, I am a fucking oh, idiot. That's you're having like though. a really crappy night and you go through your old projects and you're like, yeah, I should have held that or I should have sold that weeks ago. Yeah, playing hypotheticals in your head like I could have quit my job yeah, and done this and that. It's like, yeah, I probably wouldn't have, but, you know, it's fun to think about. And <laughs> NFT FOMO is a ridiculous drug. You just buy into yes, everything. But... Every day you need a bit of FOMO. I'm halfway convinced that a lot of these people aren't even doing it for the money. They're doing it for that dopamine hit of making the trade and watching the green chart and then the red chart and needing that dopamine hit again. Like I, I think for a lot of people, and I just I, I think that just from watching wallets make moves, it's like you have this much money. Like you just made the dumbest move ever. You're clearly addicted to this. <laughs> like that was not a monetary a well thought out play like you're literally just going for that dopamine hit and it, it's just, it's deep in in this space it, it really is yeah just look at mechaverse and what happened there i mean if you even look at the floor of mechaverse how uh you can see the last buy was something like five eth and now it's going for 0 0.9 or one eth and that's aside from the uh plays of taking quick little flash loans to prop your floors up and everything like there's some some pretty scandalous plays out there i mean you got to be pretty cutthroat to to do that it becomes quite predatory after a while i think that's what really made me appreciate what was happening in the whole terra ecosystem i mean obviously you have that that predatory kind of cutthroat side you always will when finances are involved but the community side of it seemed way stronger than any communities I saw in these other blockchains. 
and like just being able to to recognize that and be like, all right, I think this is where I want to focus my time. Like it, it's it's mm-hmm. definitely made me a more positive person than just you know staring at minute charts on BSC shit coins all day. Like Tara's Tara's mm-hmm. so much more laid back. Hundred percent. Definitely one I think... of the reasons why we picked Terra. Like the community yeah. has been so nice. Um, everyone's really supportive. Like uh, as projects, we we talk to each other and everyone helps each other. Um, and yeah, it's been really good. Uh, I was gonna. You were talking about um, people like FOMOing and stuff like that. I don't go. I haven't been crazy on crypto. Like I haven't put loads of money in. I haven't taken loads of profit. But like even the day after Toad the toads came out, space toads. I realized it was something I missed, even though I'm in the galactic punk server. And so for the like following three, four, five days afterwards, I was, every time I saw one list under one Luna, I was like, yep, I'll have that. Yep. I'll have that. <laughs> and so I've just got this group of toads. I'm glad I'm no not the only reason one that did that for no particular reason. Otherwise, other than seeing the transaction go through. And then immediately regretted it because <laughs> you probably can't <laughs> save it for that price now. <laughs> and then I told all these guys to buy them, and they're like, "Yeah, let's buy them." <laughs> I found it in I, for the team. In it for the team. I found a good yeah. way to extend that little dopamine hit. After I buy the NFT, I'll save the image and then I'll upload it into an NFT folder I made, and then I get to see all of them twice, which for some reason oh, no. is like <laughs> super fulfilling for me. I have no idea why, but I, I've got a I've got a fair little group of toads in there as well. Well, the the toad profile picture does it for me. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know what rarity means on these. I just know these are cheap, and I want more. I don't even know why. I just need them. I need more toads. What's, what's the name of yours? Do you know the name of it? Of the toads? Yeah, yeah, because you know how they have like unique names. Yeah, they do. They have some cool names. Let me let me look. I got I got a few here. Uh, while I'm looking this up, you guys, did you pick a platform to launch on or are you going to mint uh, on your own site or how's, how is the mint going to work? It'll be directly on our own site. We we decided to go through, through that way. We just thought it would be a better way for, uh, I guess, kind of legitimacy um, because we thought that was that's how <clears throat> you kind of built yourself up as this is our project and we're taking everything into our own hands. And as well as a byproduct, it also meant that we did, a, in the end, avoid the the fees that either Random Earth or uh, Nowhere were taking. And that just allowed us to make an easier decision to say, you know what, let's lower our mint price because we can afford to. Right. And then you're in full control of that, which is which is huge. I mean, they've, they've done good jobs with launches. There's only been a few that seem to kind of get scrubbed or have to like get redone or something. But for the most part, they're, they're doing good. I mean, we are super early in this game still. Uh, I do appreciate the projects that have their own mints on their website rather than minting through these uh, third parties. Uh, like you said, it does allow them to, to set a better price because you're not having to break off a big chunk. Uh, obviously, you've got to pay a dev to code up your own mint. Uh, or figure out how to do it yourself. But I believe, depending on the project and how many you're minting and stuff, I think that is a a much uh, lower cost way of of doing it rather than just giving a fat percentage to these platforms. Yeah, and in the end, I think it allows us to build our website as something a little bit more substantial. Yeah. Um, Because we have all these breeding and burning mechanics planned for the future, we do need our website at least um, being used. 
to to be able just to test you know how many people it can handle what kind of mechanics can we do um so i mean yeah it's, it's a great way for people to actually get on our site and and get get used to it i suppose also just 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 to add as well I, i'm the overseer and purple um does the art and big mm. proper does like a lot of the relation stuff and just loads and loads of stuff to help us out and but <clears throat> we could have just made these nfts or made the art and like begged random earth to, to list us and help us out with the contracts and do everything like that but i think a core part of us and and our passion is is having these relationships and having the team together and so when our developer we got on on our team is like an essential part of the team now not just developing and doing a contract but he brings ideas to the table we have laughs we play games together like it's that whole idea of relationship and having this team of four of us uh, building a project for the long term yeah, that's huge. I mean, anybody can just go hire a quick mint dev off Fiverr, but like they're not going to bring any more value to the project if they're not actually a part of it or have a vested interest in it. Like you're going to pay them once, they're going to make it, and then they're going to piss off. And then any other changes or things that need fit, like all of that, it seems much easier to have an in-house dev that can just handle it. And that that's their that's what they do. They're all about the project because they believe in the vision, they believe in the charities and cleaning up the oceans and making the world better like that's that's huge uh some of my yeah. space toads yeah. i have right sherry i have cons- conservation batshiva <laughs> he's got the little will smith <laughs> dj jazzy jeff hat i got equal tabina i got a jocelyn what else do we got just here? a jocelyn <laughs> i got a roscoe i got a saran a fast gale and a gross donnie <laughs> <laughs> what I am it. I doing? Right. <laughs> great. Love it. My favorite. My favorite is whole Georgina. Whole is Georgina. I'll have to check that one she's out. A whole Georgina. Awesome. And she's got a, she's got a pink spacesuit, and she's got a tear coming from her eye. <laughs> oh yeah. And she's very cool. The Gucci Gucci's. I got an extraordinary William and a musical Corey and a bizarre Maddie and a very talented Irene. <laughs> <laughs> very talented <laughs> Irene. Talented I have true Tony and proud Maria. Nice, nice. I oh, love it. Those are those have been not my most lucrative purchases, but definitely my most fun. Like the toads, the the Gucci's, those little cheap fast mints. Like those those are fun for me. I think I, I enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, there, there was a wave of like uh, free NFTs going around, or basically free NFTs on ETH, um, that everyone was just having fun minting at the beginning. Uh, but then in the end, you just realize, you know what? They're not actually free because gas is so damn high. Oh, God, uh, yeah. My buddy, do you guys remember the crate thing that came out a while ago where people were like walking up stacks of crates? I don't know where it came from. It was like this random thing. So right when that meme was happening, a friend of mine minted 42 crates on ETH. And that was the first NFT I ever bought because he was a friend of mine. And I was like, this is brilliant. Like, this is such a great idea. They're fucking crates. Like. How can you not buy one? <laughs> and the gas was so much more than the, the crate. I was like, why did you why did yeah. you do this on ETH? He's like, oh, ETH is where all the NFTs are. I was like, oh, I guess, but man, you could have meant it like you could have done this for way cheaper and better. And yeah, I get he was trying to get it out while the meme was still hot and everything. And obviously, OpenSea is the quickest, most easiest way to do that. But yeah, like 
paint. He didn't mint them all. He only made 42 and it was, it had so much potential, but like the gas just killed it. I think. Yeah. Sounds like you were the only buyer. No, (laughs) me and me and his other five friends. (laughs) He's like, I'll show these assholes. (laughs) I think that's one of the massive aspects of why we wanted to come over to Luna. You look at all these free mints, uh, a free mint on Ethereum in, when gas is high, you know, it might cost you 60 bucks. It might cost, that's more than one Luna. 60 bucks is cheap, um, honey. <laughs> 60 bucks is at the minute, exactly. Um, everyone's calling them free mints. They're, they're, they're not free. They're, you're not making any money. The yep. miners are making the money. And yeah, this is, is crazy. And then you look at the price of so many projects on Luna at the minute in comparison to what you'd pay for that on, on Ethereum. Everything is so cheap compared. And you can even see see projects on a chain like ADA, which has much lower fees, but like their transactions get so lagged and so clogged. Like it's some of the trying to catch some of the mints when they come out, like it, you just can't do it. It's like a technical issue that needs to be sorted out. So I think but so far on- it's Terra's definitely had the, the smoothest and as far as like, you know, being able to mint and then not paying, you know, an arm and a leg for gas. Yeah, exactly. I mean, ADA, uh, well, I mean, I think I've only done maybe two or three ADA launches and it seemed like you had to send the uh, Cardano directly to, to a wallet to be able to mint, if I remember right. Um, so yeah, that that's always just felt a bit fishy because they, they kind of give you a wallet address and say, um, send X amount to this. I've um, seen that exploited at least five times that I can think of. And it's where the devs either forgot to lock a channel and then some random person with a dev name, like they just copy the name, obviously easy to do. And, and then they'll just throw up an address. And all of a sudden people are hitting it because they're waiting for an address, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, I've seen that so many times. Like, why would you make it work that way? That is the worst. Like, here's a random address. Just send me all your ADA and I'll probably send you a JPEG, maybe. <laughs> God, probably, not. So probably not. Probably <laughs> not. Oh, it's the worst. And so many people fall for it as well. It's actually, it's actually gutting because the, I'm just worried that these are the kind of people who they get scammed once or twice and they're kind of like, you know what? They turn their back on the NFT or crypto world just because they've lost. And it is, it, it's always quite a lot of money as well, even to these people. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I mean, I get like if you're not in the position to do that, you should probably not be spending rent money on NFTs. But like, you know. People are going to make their own decisions, and a, a fool and their money are, are soon departed, as as they say. It is sad to watch, though, because like a lot of these people, there's a huge language barrier, so they may not necessarily fully understand what they're doing, even though obviously it's on them because they click the button. But like it's it can be very misleading, and, and that's that's another thing I really appreciate about these communities is they're very forthcoming, they're very transparent about what's going on. Uh, there's seems to be less scams. Obviously, you still have the same old Telegram scams where admin DMs you and is like, "Hey, I hear you're having a problem." Problem. Oh, like, terrible. let me get your seed phrase and I'll fix it for you. <laughs> like, you see that pretty much everywhere. <laughs> but uh, as far as actual yeah. projects pulling scams, it seems Terra has it at least isolated to the the Coin Hall new section. That that seems to be where the majority of these these Terra shitcoins uh, live. 
And I haven't really seen too many NFT uh, pulls. Uh, I mean, as far as, you know, the the Rabbit one, I guess, didn't have a great mint. But I, I don't know if that's an exploit or a, or a actual malicious intent. Like, the only people that know that is is the devs. Yeah, we're not entirely sure oh. what happened there. But, but we made our announcement about how to uh, check out the, the red flag for a rug pull. Um, because I think even for us, we've been through enough launches to know what a kind of rug pull or a project that looks like it's it's not exactly serious about itself long term looks like so we thought we just outlined that and and let our community know at least how they can spot a potential dangerous project that's huge too educating the community i totally forgot that was your guys's server i saw that from i was going to actually take that and like write some sort of like post about it and point to it and be like look stop getting scammed you guys <laughs> like read this who who wrote that was that one of you guys uh yeah, yeah. that was all of us yeah very cool you should uh let's you want to go down uh just give us some quick bullet points from that just while while we have you here and we can kind of help educate uh, some of our newer listeners yes uh so th- what i think we've written here is the first point is really just the lazy roadmaps you you look at the roadmap of a of, of a project and the things that we would look out for are, is their roadmap only um, consisted of airdrops, merchandise, and um, the future game? Because, I mean, if, it, if that's the case, then number one, it's if it's not a rug pull, then it's a project that's not going to last long term. Because nothing lasts long term by just giving away free stuff and never actually trying to build any kind of utility. Um, a roadmap full of potentials, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like potential. Oh, maybe you'll get an airdrop. Merchant. Oh, <laughs> I, I actually hate merchandise. The team know I, I, I can rage for like two hours on any project that <laughs> says merchandise in their, <laughs> in their roadmap. Apart uh, from Hellcats, the Hellcats merchandise looks decent. Uh, I'm not going to comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of like the cheap cafe press stuff. I do think it is cool because I'm a big hoodie collector, a hoodie junkie, I guess. I think it would be cool like if I could take one of my toads, like my favorite toad, and then have a thing I could scan and get a hoodie made with my toad on it. Like I think that kind of merchandising awesome. is super cool. Uh, but just like just, you know, throwing up a cafe press store just for the hell of it. Like I, I, that doesn't really appeal to me that much. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it really contributes to the project as a whole. I mean, it's a, it's a nice to have. Uh, sure, I mean, I'd love uh, a hoodie with my favorite NFT on it. Um, it's not going it, to carry it, the project, though, definitely. They, like, that's yeah. just got to be an extra perk. Like, yo, if y'all want this, we have it set up. Like, I want one, so I set it up. And if anyone else does, cool. If not, whatever. It's not going to make or break the project. Exactly. It's not a selling point, is it? Yeah. No. And if it's a highlight of your roadmap, then I, I think something's fishy <laughs> about that. Yeah, unless you're like partnering with Damon John and Fubu, like it's it better not oh, be yeah. a highlight yeah. of your roadmap. <laughs> My God, if, if that does happen, then then yeah, I, I'd be turned to pro merchandise. <laughs> Fubu Turtles collab, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, the second point we put is uh, sneak peeks and art. Um, this was kind of put in because we we looked at the Terra Hairs. Um, project oh, sorry if i wasn't supposed to say the name but um just looking at the art and the sneak peeks behind a project uh gives you an idea of 
their kind of style. And I think I think we all know the styles we see out in in NFTs now. You kind of have the the board ape style, the cute style, like Japanesey manga style, um, and then there falls like the farm animal style. And uh, for me, that's kind of a maybe this was paid for by a, a Fiverr artist, but also in the case of um, of that. Uh, the Terra Hairs, where they literally posted all their sneak peeks in two days and went silent. Uh, that's kind of, uh, for me at least, that's kind of a hint that, you know what, they've got all their art. They didn't even try to market it. They just pushed it out straight away. Uh, suddenly got 15,000 Discord members. Yeah, and just that's made a it, tried big to red flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had 18,000 at one point. 18, and like, 000. what, 200 active, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, you definitely got to yeah, look at those ratios when you when you first get into these servers. I think that was another point on your on your paper there about, you know, how many active and how many total. And if that's a big yeah. spread there, like you might want to think about it. Yeah, I mean, that's literally the next point, because I, I compare it with Galactic Punks because uh, Galactic Punks, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they have 14 or 15,000 members. And if they are right now considered one of the uh, quotation like blue chip NFT projects uh, on Terra, then how can just another random project suddenly have a few thousand more than them? Yeah, yeah. You see that a lot too with projects that have small holder counts. Uh, if you oh, look yeah. at their contracts, uh, it's specifically on like bsc you can see this real easy and then you're like why are there thousands of people quote unquote people in your server and like 200 token holders like something is not adding up here yeah i mean there's just so much things you can kind of try to look out for um and in the i'm pretty sure we didn't cover everything that, that i'm sure there's things that we missed uh transparency was i think a big one uh, like we try to stay transparent with our AMAs and and doing more articles on on Medium and and just trying to kind of outline what we're thinking as we move through the project. I know we're still kind of anonymous um, behind like our um, profile pictures and well, except our dev, uh, our, you can see our dev very clearly in his profile picture. <laughs> um, but uh, and behind our aliases, I suppose, like uh, my real name is not Purple Squirtle, believe it or not. Um, That'd be super dope if it was, though. <laughs> it's a lot more interesting Change than my it. real name. <laughs> Changing it. Please change um, your name to Purple Squirtle. Oh God, I wish. Yeah, you know, it'd be awkward to explain at the at the borders. <laughs> so what I'm hearing here is, if you mint all five thousand five hundred fifty-five, you will change your name to Purple Squirtle. Officially, yeah. If that encourages the setup, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I do appreciate uh, that because I, I haven't seen any other projects kind of take the time to outline something like that, like you guys did. Where was that posted? That was posted up in the Discord, I think. Yeah, in yeah, our, our stay safe, safe channel. Nice. Hmm. Every Discord uh, I mean, server should have a stay safe channel with this posted oh, in yeah. it. <laughs> and to be honest, even on launch, they need a. Everyone needs to make an announcement that. I, I, I'm of the personal opinion that now you see so many Discord servers getting hacked 
there needs to be some kind of announcement be like you know what don't literally don't click on any link except in the official links yeah and as a project you have to have that stuff locked down have your permissions check that stuff before launch day because i promise you during launch you're not gonna have time to think about that stuff like you need the checklist and you need to have it locked down so that nobody else can post an address or whatever a link or anything like that like you you gotta this has to be done properly otherwise once you know you get burned on a project people are gonna lose that trust real quick especially in the the way the space has been moving mm, my god I, I remember on i think it was on solana there was a really hype drop and their server was hacked and just fake links in every single channel and Damn. the the mods and the 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 owners just didn't say anything for 10 I mean, for 10 minutes and 10 minutes is a long time in oh yeah launch and yeah so many people got scammed lost their money and just silence from the mods and that completely killed the project that 10 minutes of silence just destroyed the future yeah we've said it many times that having that community bridge between the developers and the team and the public is super huge i know i hate to keep harping on on pylon uh but like that's a prime example of having a lack of community to facilitate that communication between what the devs are working on and what the public is waiting on. And then, as you saw, you have one medium post go up that's not what the public wanted to hear, and all of a sudden the chart starts dumping, and you don't have anybody in the chat to manage and field questions. Like, I sit there and watch it, and it's like, there's so many questions. It's like, where are you guys? Like, somebody needs to be here answering these these people, or your chart's going to keep dumping. And I, I love what they're doing. Like, it's such a cool idea and a great, great platform and everything but if if you can't keep the trust of your community and have that communication like it's gonna fail it doesn't matter what you're doing or how good it is if if the people aren't with you like you have no project yeah definitely i mean the community is i think the community is always difficult to manage and keep the trust in general yeah especially as we we move on week by week month by month in the in the nft space I think everyone's getting a bit um, more aware of how to to keep an eye on on everything, but still, um, yeah, still easy to get scammed, I guess. Yeah, and the burnout is real for sure. I mean, it's it's hard to to especially a lot of these projects like that's not their day jobs. Like all, all of us have actual day jobs we have to go to. So after grinding so many hours for so many days, like you you definitely get burned out and it's super important to have that that community there that can help field questions and help when when you guys need a break cuz you you'll need a break at some point. <laughs> you can't can't grind grind like this forever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, for all of us on the team, uh, we all have our, our nine to five jobs. And to be honest, we even work on this while we're doing our, our, our jobs. So, um, and it is difficult for all of us as well. We, I mean, we are just a team of four and we will have our, uh, our different roles to play in the project. But it, it's so difficult just to try to uh, engage everyone all the time. Shout out to our bosses who don't harp on us for doing other things at work. (laughs) I do the same thing. I'm like constantly on my phone, like waiting for an extraction to finish. I'm like checking stuff and like helping out in the communities and everything. Like, God, I'm sure they're watching me on the cameras. Like, what is he doing on his phone all day? (laughs) What what is this? That is me. Yeah. I'm trying to get out of this. Come on. 
Yeah, literally. I'm trying to make some money to get out of here. For real. And do something way more fun. Yeah, did he just buy a pixelated penguin for $1,000? Is that a bag of dicks <laughs> and a poop? What is going on? <laughs> bag of dicks, man, that's funny. That's, that was one of my first oh, ones in Terra. That, that got me introduced to the NFT scene here was the Bag of Dicks crew. That's why we named the show The Pudcast. Uh, we host it really? when they have time. They're, they're really busy, but sometimes when they have time, they're, they're on the show with me. Uh, so we, we thought Pudcast would be a, a good name since it was born from the Bag of Dicks community. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, before we wrap this up, I kind of want to go down the line and uh, get uh, one or two projects in Terra that you guys are interested in. Doesn't necessarily have to be NFT related. Any protocols you're looking forward to or already in that you're excited about? Uh, if we want to start with Big Papa, um, projects I'm excited for. Projects I want to get myself a Galactic Punk. Um, I think I know it's out already. Um, as soon as NFT NFTs come back into play and everyone's looking at them, that is going to be an absolute blue chip. Um, I think, yeah, the community they've got over there is really cool as well. Um, and uh, Waves coming out this week as well. I think that's quite a unique project. Um, that's caught the eye of quite a big guys in terror. I like that one. As a as someone who dabbles in music, I like the idea of taking waveforms and and making like mm. renders of them. I th- I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. We got a giveaway going on with them as well on our Twitter uh, to win. Um, yeah, a waves. Very cool. All all, all waves holders get whitelist for us. And that nice. I'll throw a link to that in the show notes so they can go check it out. Uh, Purple Squirtle, what's uh, what projects are you into or, or NFTs? Um, if we're if we're just talking on Terra, um, there, there's a project that we were talking with recently called the the Terraformers. I think they have uh, a really interesting concept about kind of hedging your NFT on the the direction of Luna. If I if I'm getting that right, yeah, uh, we had them on a couple days ago. That is a really cool idea. Having the the twenty percent up or down depending on which cards you're holding. That's kind of gives you that that play, and then you have to kind of look at the marketplace and say, okay, I'm bu- I'm bullish or I'm bearish, so I better buy more of this kind versus that kind. I, I really like that. It's a cool idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's it is really cool. Um, it'd be really interesting to see how it how it plays out. Um, it's a I, I don't actually know if there's I've seen a project like that before. So so yeah, looking forward to to seeing how that goes. In terms of protocols, may, I'm not really an expert on the the different protocols, but what I've seen from Loop Finance looks really cool. Just setting up their own token with that will create some kind of passive income for holding. Just sounds really cool. Again, it, it seems really new. Uh, on the on Terra itself, so it will be very interesting to see how it takes off. So we actually created a tribute trait for them, uh, along with some of the other protocols. Nice. Um, but yeah, looking forward to see see what they have in store. I do like that. It kind of built on the idea. It reminds me of Mines, where you would get crypto for making posts and stuff like that. The way they have their their community uh, platform set up as far as interacting with posts and making posts and all that. I think that's a pretty cool way to engage the tokenomics and everything. And then obviously having their own decks and, and everything and, and farming pools and stuff. It should be interesting to see how they do. Yeah, for sure. I, and... Yeah, I mean, I probably should actually try using it as well. <laughs> Get some turtle content on there for show. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wayne, what are you? Uh, what are you into for uh, Terra stuff? Um, I don't know if you've you guys have heard of it, but it's called Terra Terra Rappers. It's like a they released a Discord like this week, I think. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, Terra Rappers essentially it's it's uh, like a punk, I guess, type of NFT, um, but they're creating like a hood mentality. And so each of these NFTs are like based on hip hop culture, which is something I'm really into. Um, a lover of music, lover of like all the hip hop artists. Um, so yeah, that's very exciting. I'm generally just in, intrigued just due to the art really and the whole hood culture. I wonder if that's, I, I saw that one and I made a comment cause I'm a rapper myself in my spare time. And I was like, Hey, I'm a terror I did, I rapper. Like, let's go. <laughs> that's cool. I'll have to check they that should out. Make, they should make one of you like a one of one Finn. <laughs> Finn the rapper. rapper. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be so cool. You can rap the intro to this as well. Oh, yeah. I actually <laughs> did. It's in, the, it's in the intro music. You'll hear it once it's edited and out. <laughs> Just a, a couple quick lines uh, while I put a beat together for an intro because I needed an intro. I was like, here, this will be easy. <laughs> I'm just lucky bag of dicks and podcast rhyme with lots of neat stuff. <laughs> Uh, and for me, I, I, uh, I got my first crunk. I'm not, uh, I keep thinking of that meme where it's like, I want to, I want a punk and mom's like, we got punks at home. And then it's like the punk at home and it's just a crunk, which is like, I, I want to talk bad about it. It is a cool project, but it's not like we all the punks. Crunks, so. Yeah. We, we all bought some crunks. Nice. I think when X, X copy, was it X copy that bought some, um, bought a crunk. I think that brought a lot of hype there as well. Oh yeah, I know uh, a couple of our our friends in our team here weren't super thrilled about it. They're like, "Oh, it's like Walmart <laughs> punks," and I was like, "Yeah, it is." But I I'm a Walmart kind of guy, so here we go. <laughs> I got myself one. I love it. And then obviously the toads. Uh, I did get back into the Apollo pool as far as protocols. I was kind of watching mine, and I I got into the Apollo pool when mine was like twenty cents or something. So it it hurt me. It hurt me deep. It cut me <laughs> cut me deep going down to eleven. Wow. Uh, but I got some decent Apollo tokens out of it. So I've I've been watching it. I kind of put everything into the Nexus Psi uh, farm, and so now that pylon and mine now that it's stabilized, I went back in to try and get a few more of those Apollo tokens because I'm really excited about the Apollo DAO uh, and what they're going to have coming out. Uh, and then besides that, I'm a big fan of Anchor. I love my UST just hanging out in the Anchor, getting 20%. And then I've got some in actual Anchor uh, just staking governance for the airdrops. And then obviously uh, Angel Protocol's validator. I've got a stack of Luna staking in there because I'm all about Angel Protocol and what they're doing. So uh Levana looks interesting i've heard uh dank you talk about that on uh our first terra spaces episode so we'll see how well they execute that uh but man there's so many projects i was uh, making a list for terra spaces we have a project page that has all of the main ones and i'm like this isn't even half of them <laughs> like i there's uh, so many coming out on this blockchain it's it's amazing yeah and it's so so tricky to choose um the ones we wanted to do a tribute trade four i mean just out of the ones you you mentioned i think we only have four uh anchor and nexus so yeah i mean we it would be great to do one for every single protocol but 
uh, then our traits would just be protocol shirts. Yeah, yeah. At that point, you almost just need to add that as an accessory for the future so that when you burn a child, maybe you get one of these multiple protocol shirts or something. Like, maybe, there's so maybe. many. It's crazy. It's <laughs> so, a good idea. Hell yeah. I am the idea guy. I have no execution, <laughs> but I got ideas. <laughs> Shout out to Angel Protocol, though. Yeah definitely. yeah, definitely. Shout out to Luna Loot. He's actually the one. He got me into ADA back in 2018 or 2017, and then he got me into Luna uh, once he was once he found it and got into that. So I definitely appreciate him getting me involved in this community and everything. It's, none of this would be happening without without my boy Luna Loot. Speaking of, I think he just got himself a Tesla for a punk. He actually traded somebody a Galactic uh, Punk right. for a yeah. Tesla car. I, I was blown yeah. away when he told me that. <laughs> this is well, the best that, timeline, friend. Te- that Tesla seller got a good deal. For real, right? He's going to be pissed <laughs> when he when Luna Luke can't afford to fix the Tesla and the dude resells the punk for twice. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. The Tesla is not a good investment, but there we go. Right? It just immediately depreciated as soon as it rolled off the trailer. Dude's pump exactly. just going up in value constantly. Uh, it would be very nice to have a Tesla. Yeah. I'm a V8 kind of guy, but man, I, I'd see some of these Teslas around here, and the tech nerd in me really wants one, but like the mm. the feasibility part of me is like, there's no way my landlord is going to let me put a charger in my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to own a house first, then we'll talk about a Tesla. Yeah, we'll yeah, get there. We'll get there. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, thank you guys so much. It's been awesome. Uh, glad to have you all on the show. Definitely everyone check them out. TerraTurtles.io. Keep an eye out for the launch November 13th. Get your Lunas ready. And uh, yeah, we'll have all the links to all their content here in the show notes at TerraSpaces.org. Definitely check it out. Uh, yeah. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, been, been great to chat. Absolutely. For TerraSpaces, I'm Finn. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Peace out, y'all. Intern Productions proudly presents Remix. Let's go. My lunatics. Throw your hands in the air right now, man. Feel this shit right here. Don't run. Yeah, terabytes, I see you. Luna Lou party on. Terra spaces, we out here. I don't give a fuck about your profits, cause we think bigger. We from Luna Land, man, where we making the figures. Kids starving, love to fill up their plates. Half the people in the world got a frown on their face. It's a cold world, we making nice. Screw a milli for a car, let's change a life. Got the angel car parked in front of the building. Terra Ave, angel protocol is legit. Let's get rid of the bad. The world's struggling, it's too much to cope with. Bankers and market makers like us to choke his shit. Should be called armed robbery, extortion, or maybe grand loss. We do it all, we put the pieces to the puzzle Just as long as it takes all of our people here to end the struggle Came out the gate on some dope one shit World's better with the army of the lunatics Said my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a luna away And then give back, give back, give back, give back Say my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a luna away And then give back, give back, 
Give back, give back Bye-bye to the greedy So long to the slizzy Lunatics stay breezy St. John stay flizzy I got a minute eight I'm on Columbus 5 And I just staked an angel I can give till I die With a terror squad jacket About to mint a galactic Lunatics on chain Snap it back like elastic We angels and angels Don't hoard our goodies So never mind We sneaking in with lunatic hoodies Listen, we don't pay admission Take five bouncers Never check us And we walk around The metal detectors And there ain't even a need For VIP section The middle class Now the new 1% so check it. People like the halo, so start relaxing. Let's hold a discussion about the steroid chain reaction. If subpoenas are your thing, better pull the trigger. Gotta serve the Dow and make the Southern District bigger. Send my angels don't dance, we just take a stance and lock a Luna away. And then give back, give back, give back, give back. Say my angels don't dance, we just take a stance and lock a Luna away. And then give back, give back, give back. Living better now, Luna loot sweater now. Angels hope you drive through any weather now. See, it ain't right when you hoard your millions. That's why I sport the halo, spreading good feelings. You can find lunatics at all types of shit. Out in Vegas, front row, fighting rugs and shit. If bad time comes, then just take your stake back. Cause you can give without losing. Let's create stacks. If UST breaks the peg, it ain't gonna roast you. Burning Luna, put the peg back where it's supposed to. Not even though alone could get it back. So talk to the Dow, now your bank is whack. Can't keep telling me sharing wealth is for suckers Matter of fact, if that's true, I'll be a fucking sucker Not even Nakamoto could imagine this Lunatics making sure we win the championship Say my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a Luna away And then give back, give back, give back, give back Say my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a Luna away And then give back Give back, give back, give back. Jim, Intercapital, Luna Band, Terra Squad, don't want forever. Chauncey St. Jason, uh, yeah, Web 3 is ours. Come on, nah, man, Dowin ain't never gonna stop. Jim, Danielle, Cosmos, Solana. Avalanche Matt Lee Peace out down the street with my sack of tricks No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks It's the podcast Yeah, it's the podcast I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks It's the podcast Motherfucking podcast <laughs>